talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're recapping Season 5, Episode 21, After Hours. Ooh. <laughs> this hoe. <laughs> oh, Jamie, don't even get me started. This fucking hoe. And Pacey. So mad. So mad. <laughs> And Joey was like, famous last words, Pacey doesn't cheat. I know, right? Well, he never had before until now. Uh... Well, the whole thing with him that bothered me in this episode the most was just how he... So, like, they made out in the last episode. Obviously, he felt that there was some sort of sexual tension. But she kept manipulating the situation and he kept falling for it like a fucking idiot that he is because he wants to be like but he was purposely doing it because he wanted to be close to her even though he would say like alex it's or it's just me trying to be nice to walk you home well no you purposely stayed back even though you're ready to leave i literally was like don't stop walking she is an adult she can handle it keep going um i think a lot of it was you know pacey he's the biggest advocate for women or whatever they said and he's incredibly nice and she just consistently takes advantage of that and he is just a sucker that's falling into the trap every every moment and i know people like that i know guys specifically who are just stupid (laughs) so yeah, and this really is like a, this is the real. The only thing that this girl wanted was something that she couldn't have, and then the, she lost interest the moment she realized she could. That's all this was. Yeah, this but game. is that it? I because I do. I don't remember anything after that. Like, is that all she did? I don't remember what happens in the next episode, but that's what happened at the end of this episode because yeah. they started making out and they were about to do it and she's like okay we need to stop this is getting inappropriate now and he said what well, it is and she's like yeah isn't that enough like right there this woman wanted what she couldn't have she couldn't have pacey she saw that pacey was this really you know really good cook you know what i mean he was up and coming everybody spoke highly of him and he was taken and he was cute and she didn't have a shot and then the moment, the moment that he gave in and said, all right, we're doing this. She said, we're done. Isn't that enough? I think we're done here. It'll be inappropriate. She's a homewrecker. She ruined that relationship. He ruined that relationship for falling for it. And now she isn't interested because she got what she wanted out of it to ruin somebody else's life. So weird. I hate this episode. I didn't hate, I hate this episode. episode. I didn't hate the episode. I hated I hated Pacey in this episode. But he you know, it just pissed me. I hate me the off. whole situation, dude. I hated I I was disappointed in Pacey and I hated the wench. Yeah, it, it pissed me off. It made me upset because we had all these episodes leading up to him and Audrey and them like, you know, falling for each other. And it only took this one woman to come in and split them up the way she did. And he just had to think with his dick he couldn't just be like i'm in a relationship but it was very out of character for him because he's never been like the type of guy who would just go and cheat on like a girlfriend but right i don't know 
it just it was very disappointing as soon as he leaned into her and started kissing her because she was like they already think we did it he walked into that apartment and he was like oh you're still here and then she's like yeah come sit down and he didn't say no get out i knew there was gonna be a problem then he sat down and he's like sniffing her arm he's like you're driving me crazy i'm like this motherfucker (laughs) i'm gonna take his balls It was very disappointing. So angry. Um, but anyway, we will break it down. We'll break it all down because there's so much more that happens in this episode besides that, especially with Dawson and Amy and Jack and Eric and You know who we didn't see? Jen. Jen. We didn't see Jen. Yeah. No drama for Jen today. What confused me was where was she? Because Jack's at home and Jack's like, you know, with Grams and and she's like helping him try to study and she's giving him a bag lunch to go off to his yeah, She wasn't home at all. And she's like She wasn't even there. home at all. They never even mentioned where she where she was at. It was weird. Is she even in classes? Like I don't think I've ever seen Jen in a class. She just does the radio thing. Does she take classes? I'm assuming like she has to take some classes. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, I never noticed that before. Now that we're thinking about it and talking about it, like, we've seen Jack never in a class, but we've seen him with the uh, the frats. And Joey, we always see in a class. Um, Dawson, we know he's got the film thing. We never see Jen in the class. She does the radio thing. Unless she takes, like, all, like, communications courses <laughs> where she doesn't need to, like, right. I mean, learn maybe. anything. I don't know. Yeah, she got accepted. We know she got accepted into the college, right? And she was torn on going to New York and didn't. But like, I don't. I just thought it was odd that they didn't even like just mention her and just say like where she was. It was sometimes they'll be like, "Well, Jack's away for like such and such," or you know, right? But whatever continuity, I guess. Um, wait, the wait, there was one more thing I was gonna say, and I totally lost track where I was going with it, but. I'll remember when we start breaking it down. But before we do, Jamie, why don't we just do like a quick, you know, spontaneous catch up since we never do that. What do you say? Super spontaneous. <laughs> um. Well, we literally just talked about what you did because you told me yesterday and I like almost lost my mind. Um. But <laughs> that part won't be included in the regular episode it won't be then i guess i should give you something else what did i do this weekend no i'm gonna so that part that we just did i'm gonna put it in the front of the episode for patreon so you can like mention it in the catch-up and just say what you did i know i'm just trying to think if there's anything else to note besides that um is there like a tv show that just came that's celebrating like a 30th anniversary or something that you wanted to watch (laughs) do you know something i don't know (laughs) no i'm just i'm making a dumb joke it's a it's a callback (laughs) nothing nothing too exciting um chris's website just launched that's exciting actually oh that's cool well what is it called in case people want to go to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah if anybody's curious about it you can definitely check it out it's called one the number one mind you one stop outdoors.com and it's a store where you can get outdoor furniture outdoor like grills and cooking stuff and there's stuff out there for like camping and parties and it's all outdoor related there's some gadgets in there some electronic stuff 
it's cool. It's actually really cool and competitively priced too. So, I mean, it's getting colder in the season, but if you are looking for some outdoor stuff, go check it out. Cool. Well, <laughs> Other than that, uh, Chopping Mall. I watched Chopping Mall, finally. <laughs> I was like waiting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> finally. Finally watched that Chopping Mall. Uh, the movie that was so terrible. It was fantastic. That's what I'm going to call it. The movie that was so terrible. It was amazing. Well, I was excited to hear that you watched it. So yesterday we called each other at work because we we were like figuring out something at work, which, you know, was amazing because you literally figured it out. And um, we were like talking and then you were like, you'll never. Oh, guess what I did over the weekend? I was like, what? <laughs> and you're like, I watched Chopping Mall. <laughs> and I was like, what? You did? <laughs> And I said, so don't excited, tell me. So excited. I was like, don't tell me. Save <laughs> it for tomorrow when we record. It'll be funny. <laughs> we laughed the, pretty much the whole time. Um, pretty much the whole time. But it, I, Chris was fun. I wish that he was here and he could talk about his thoughts on it because he is hysterical. Uh, but I think the thing that really sticks out to me, he's like, they're literally running away from giant vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and it just made me laugh. I think it's really funny. Because everything is so slow. Like the robots don't move that quickly. Like people should be able to outrun these things. Yeah. And they don't. It's amazing. How about how they're always like, how they go, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that becomes the, the like tagline in this, especially at the end when the one girl like uses paint and paint thinner to yeah. to explode one of them, which I was just like, what? Yeah. Does, uh, but yeah. at the end, she's just like, have a nice day. And then, you know, throws the lighter and they just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Have a nice day, 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 day. <laughs> that mall was crazy huge though by the way like honestly it might give the mall of america run for its money just by how huge it is there was what four four floors four or five floors they only had the robots on the first three or something there's a lot of floors it's um it's one of the malls like the big malls in california they filmed it while they were closed and they uh, okay so it was like that's an actual mall yeah i love i love it I love it because you can see all the sh- the um the stores that were around back then, and like the opening scene, yeah. where the woman's walking with all the food around in the food court, trying not to spill everything. I was like, I have, I mean, when I go to the mall, like a random Saturday, it is pretty crowded in like the food court. When if I go to like a big mall, but a Saturday at the mall as a kid, it just it's such a vibe, you know, and I'll always cherish those memories you know just very different now. we were rooting for her too we're like look at this lady carrying like <laughs> i don't know 10 drinks on a tray she made it literally to the table and then dropped them all and then we sat there and this is what happens when you're basically parents or you are a parent you're looking at the kids at the table and they're like teenagers I'm like, why couldn't they help that woman with those drinks? <laughs> That's yeah. literally where we went with that. I'm like, how disrespectful is that? Dude, you want that soda? You're going to go carry your own damn soda. Yeah, like they couldn't even get up and help them. Right. Especially well, seeing how busy that was. I wouldn't have let them go to get a table. I'm like, nope, you're going to sit here. You're going to help You're gonna help me carry your food. Um. Well, I'm glad that you finally watched it. And I'm glad that you actually like enjoyed it. So. Yeah, me too. 
Thanks for the wreck. I made a joke about us doing it on the Patreon, but I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> How's your week, Stephen? Um, so over the weekend, I went to my cousin Christian's baby shower, and I saw the kids and my sister's baby, Sav- Savino. I call him Salvino, and his name's not Salvino; it's Savino. It's like weird. I can't not say it without an L. But anyway, mm. they, uh, he's so goddamn adorable. I can't take it. He, um, I have to send you, I have to send you the pictures I took, but yeah, Justin, pictures. Justin is in love with him and he goes right to Justin and he was holding him and he fell asleep. Like he was like patting him and he fell asleep and like the baby loved him. And I have to send you pictures of him with the baby. Yeah. I want to see. <laughs> Cause he's so cute. And then we get into the conversation about how we should have children (laughs) i go yeah i don't know about that oh like to adopt or just in general i don't fucking know it's never gonna happen i'm not trying to imagine you with your own kid and not one that you give back i know i don't know well i mean you know adoption not that you could but but i would want to yeah no that is it's a big deal i always said if i ever had a kid i would want one with my own dna so a surrogate then yeah how does that work i guess you just pick somebody from like a thing unless you know somebody that's willing to do it for you yeah i guess i guess that would be the easiest way but it's also a lot of money and you know I don't yes know how it is money. kids are <laughs> a lot of money i sent you the two pictures that were funny that were cute okay <laughs> oh look how cute i know i have to frame Aww. wait here's one that of me They're and so him cute. <laughs> I'm showing her um baby. showing her pictures of um you and the baby. Savino. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face, dude. Look at him slapping at you. What a hand. <laughs> and always oh so my cute. god, he's so cute. He's adorable. He is. He's he really is so adorable. He's so cute. And he's not like fussy. No, he looks like a happy baby. He is. He's he's a good kid. And Stella was like running around yeah. with the other kids that were there. She was like too cool for school. Although when I was taking pictures of my sister and Martina and the kids, I was like, all right, now blow uh-huh. Stella. <laughs> she would do like her hand on her hip. I was like, now blow a kiss. Like, blow a kiss. <laughs> I was That's like, so take direction cute. really well. <laughs> She's like, I do this all the time. Yeah. Everybody takes pictures of me. I'm that cute. She's really funny too. Yeah, I don't know. We um, it was it was fun. It was it was a late shower on a on a Saturday. Um, and I saw my grandma. My grandma was there. She was excited to see us. And yeah, I was happy for my cousin. And I got to meet his his girlfriend. I don't know if they're getting married. I don't know what the situation is, but she's gonna have a kid. He's gonna he's gonna be a dad. It's crazy. My cousin, my cousin, his parents were excited. So I was happy for them. Good, good. Um, but other than that, how old are they? Are they young or Christian is like 20 older? Christian's 20 something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Christian's like 22. Okay. And, yeah, my cousin Tracy's like two years older than me or a year older than me. I don't remember. But yeah, it was exciting. But I saw my family and the girl, his girlfriend's family was really nice. Good. So yeah, it was nice. We like and, nice people. And Sunday, I didn't really do anything. Oh, we went food shopping. That was it. But other than that, I was I was editing all day, so I felt like I spent my day with you. 
<laughs> well, good. I'm glad. At least yeah, we every, were inter- you were entertained. Um, I was trying to make a video of us. Um, but how'd that work out? I got it and I tried to save it, but um, it's a new system. Like it's a new program on my laptop. I don't like they updated it. Um, so it's not the same one. Hmm. But I think I don't know if it's saved or not. But when I went to open up my laptop before we started, it had restarted. So like the file wasn't there. So I was like, great, I probably have to redo it. Took so long to get that little piece of video. But I'm going to ask Justin, because he edits his YouTube videos. I want to see what he uses because there's parts in it that I want to cut out to make it shorter because it's like you say something really funny and then I say something really funny, but there's like a bunch of stuff in the middle that is unnecessary. So I kind of wanted to cut that out and then just make it like a, I don't know, like a 40 second clip. So it w- it was about like how people make dumb faces and pictures. And you're talking about how you, <laughs> how you smirk. And I, I smirk said, and the duck, the duck kissy faces that we did, all did, I think as teenagers. Yeah. Cause we Everybody were talking about Joey. We we're talking about Joey and her teeth thing. She like puts her, yeah, the, the teeth, teeth smile. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I was like, and this is how I smile. And I was like, <laughs> exactly. It was beautiful. So I was trying to pull that up and make it a fun clip to post. I got to get better with like technology, Jamie. It's like, I don't, I'm not good at it. I'm terrible at it. But yeah, it was a, it was a fast weekend, but I'm glad that we both, you know, had fun. So yeah, um, me too. Well, why don't we get into this episode? What do you think? All right, Steven. All right. This week, we are recapping Season 5, Episode 21, After Hours. Aired May 1st, 2002, written by Mel Damsky and directed by Jeffrey Stepikoff. We start with Pacey, and he's coming home to Jack, because they're a couple now. (laughs) I was so confused in this scene in the beginning, because I was like, where the hell are they? I know I didn't understand it either. You know, where does apartment come from? I was like, well, maybe it's still Brecker's apartment because we didn't, we didn't only, we only saw his bedroom when he was with um, Audrey. Um, right. But I did like the apartment a lot. I thought it was a really nice, it was cute pad. You know. Yeah, it was a really nice pad. Yeah, it was cute. And all the bookshelves really that cute. were, all the bookshelves that were on, on the one side of the wall reminded me of my apartment. How we have all those bookcases. Yeah, I was like, there's no way this is. This is Pacey's apartment. It's way too lived in. He doesn't yeah. have too many books. Like, there's no way. And I like the mismatch of furniture. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was a cute apartment. I um, dug the style. I like the aesthetics. Yeah, I would live there. Um, so he's coming home with like groceries, and Jack's there studying. And Pacey's like, "Oh, I'm surprised you're still studying." And he's like, "What did you expect to see me with a beer bong dangling out of my throat?" And He's like, well, you did just have a recent attempt at flying. Jack's like, oh, yeah. Being pulled out of a swimming pool face down has really helped me change my ways. Because he tried to fly in the last episode at spring break. Yeah, he definitely tried to. Not saying it was successful or nothing. Um, So Pacey just reminds him that he really did hit rock bottom during spring break. And Jack says, now all I have to do is learn a whole semester of advanced a multivariate calculus in the next 18 hours so I can pass my exam, stay in school and have a life. I was like, what? <laughs> you really weren't going to that class? 
<laughs> like you're gonna you're really gonna fail like that sounds terrible <laughs> multivariate calculus it sounds horrendous i don't know why anybody would sign up for that class i don't know either but i guess he's really smart i don't know because yeah like who takes that in college like he would have to be he would have to be like a an accounting major or something super 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 smart people i guess i don't know i would never sign up for calculus so pacey tells jack that he's more than welcome to stay uh in the apartment and study and jack says no i gotta get home grams and mr smalls have to be done practicing choir by now <laughs> and pacey says you don't actually believe sure it. that's what they're practicing <laughs> choir that's what all the cool kids are calling it these days Jack says, please, don't try and take that myth away from me. There are some things we don't need to know about. <laughs> so then Jack goes to leave, and Pacey says, well, does being propositioned by your boss count as one of those things? And Jack's like, oh, what now? <laughs> and he really he says, that ball. Yeah, he goes, uh, my new boss, Alex, kissed me after I asked for Audrey's job back. And Jack's like, uh, Pacey, that's sexual harassment. And I was like, I said that. <laughs> at least yeah Jack. dude we definitely agreed on that last episode i was like at least jack's telling him but pacey's like well you know if i told audrey she would focus more on the sexual than the har- more than the harassment part of it i was like no pacey like that's a dumb thing to say yeah it's a it's a that's a stupid mentality uh, pacey just made me so angry this entire episode he literally single-handedly not single-handedly, but collectively he ruined his own relationship. Because he wanted validation for the whole thing. He needed somebody to tell him it was fine. Because he because he, he was interested in her. And when he wasn't getting that from the only person he told, he was like, all right, well, I got to take matters into my own hands and see what happens, even though I'm dating somebody else. It was really disgusting. I, I don't yeah. I Jack says, I think you should just keep it to yourself and don't tell her because nothing happened. Pacey's like, well, I just want to be honest. And Jack says, but you got kissed against your will. And he says, is this woman going to develop a conscience and tell Audrey? And Pacey says, no, uh, I don't think so. Like, please, she's not. I mean, she might. Alex does kind of seem like manipulative. She is totally. I think if I what I think would have happened is if Audrey ended up going back to that position, she would have put Pacey in a compromising position where she would have gotten found out or she would have slipped it somehow. Because her ultimate goal was to get Pacey. Yeah. By any means necessary. That was her that was her goal. She did not care. She wanted to start the drama and no better place than to start the drama than right in the kitchen. So um I just don't understand. That's my opinion. I think she's a snake. Yeah, I don't understand how she sells a job. <laughs> She's still in her position. <laughs> like Dude, they just don't they don't tell on anybody. I don't I don't like I don't know. Kitchen's a whole different world. I don't I, know. It wouldn't be like that today, I'll tell you that much. Dude, I've heard stories, you'd be surprised. Unless the guy with others. Unless the guy is like willing to do it, but like I don't I, know, dude. No. It's all disgusting to me. So like, sexual harassment is sexual harassment. And, you know, I truly 110% feel like people should be able to report that stuff without any repercussions. Well, you should and you can. You just can't be afraid to do it. And that's what the problem is. People people are afraid of. Yeah, they're afraid they're going to get fired. Yeah, it's very it's very fucked up. Sad reality. Yeah. So Jack says, is this um, is this going to happen again? And Pacey says, no, not a chance. And Jack's like, well, then I have any reason to tell Audrey. And Pacey's like, but I feel really guilty. And Jack's like, but you didn't do anything. And now Pacey's getting like, like, uh, well, 
because he's like yeah he feels guilty because he kind of liked the attention yeah of course we already know pacey's got a thing for older women hello mrs robinson (laughs) right so jack says she's hot so she's a total hottie right and pacey's like that's not relevant i'm a victim of unwanted sexual advances i was like you're making no sense like none of this makes any sense and Pacey says, okay, not entirely unwanted. And Jack's like, well, how hot is she? And then right behind Jack, we see Alex enter the apartment. And I was like, why is she there? I was still, exactly. At this point, I was still confused. And then I, like, I saw the steps behind her. And I'm like, dude, is this like a break room? This is a really elaborate break room. Why is she here? Where are they? I mean, we eventually figure out where they are. But I was still super confused on the location of this scene. Yeah, I was I was confused too why she just showed up in the middle of the day to his apartment. Like, I, how does she know that he lives there? Because it's on record, dude. Well, no, you're right. How does she know? Because he him being there isn't on record. Weird. How did I don't know? She's a stalker bitch. <laughs> she She's is. a stalker bitch. I don't she know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So he introduces himself, and Jack even stumbles on his own name. I was like, well, that's because Jack's straight. I'm also, Jake, Jack. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Also, Jack's hair is so weird. He he literally went to the Josh Hartnett school of, of hairdressing, hair cuttery, because his hair looked just like Josh Hartnett's from Halloween H2O in the faculty. It's it's a mess. Yeah, but he can't pull it. Josh Hartnett can pull off that look. Yeah, that I agree. He can't pull this look up. No. That Although look Kurt, is not the brand. Kersmith is cute, but I think Josh Hartnett is, is much cuter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I have to say, I thought uh, James Vanderbeek was really attractive in this episode. I don't know what it was. The camera angles that they that they were, like, giving him or, like, the lighting. Uh, I thought he looked a lot more handsome than he did in previous episodes. And it made me wonder if he had gotten some kind of, like, plastic surgery to make his, like, face not so long. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that I've ever thought... Uh him is attractive ever i don't find him attractive in any light like i just don't think he's cute he's got a giant he was... forehead and <laughs> no i thought he was i thought he was a long face i, don't I thought he was cute in varsity blues because he was all muscled out he was like a. I don't think he was cute then either <laughs> i did i don't know his his face was more i just sterile. don't think that i like i mean i just don't think that he's just... i think he's a good actor i just don't think that he was one that i would ever be attracted to ever yeah not my type. i get it we all have our you know yeah uh what are they called we all like what we like (laughs) right so jack tells pacey he's in trouble and then he leaves and alex is like what was that about and then we get the opening credits so we actually come back to the same scene and pacey tells alex he's flattered but didn't anyone ever tell you that no means no and she's like, I'm so sorry, Pacey. Uh, I just got out of a Dune relationship and I completely misjudged the whole situation. Like the way she even talks to him, it's so like fake. Dude, I can't stand her. And I like, I, I can't stand her. I really just think this everything that comes out of her, her mouth is just it's a lie. lie. It's a manipulation. She's just one big giant manipulator preying so- on like his good nature. Like that's all. Oh my god. And the scene later where she goes, How can I say no to a chivalrous chivalrous man? I was like, shut up. Nobody talks like that. <laughs> no. Um, but I will say Sherilyn Fenn, the actress who plays this part, she's always been very, very hot. <laughs> like she so I thought they chose the right actress for this for this role. Cause I always thought Oh she yeah, she played the part well. Yeah. She's a really good, pussy. 
she's really good at that role. Right. So she's like, I feel like a fool and I'm embarrassed and maybe it's why I'm still single. And he's like, for what? Kissing the help? And she says, no, because I take getting what I want for granted. (laughs) So Alex says, I respect that you have a girlfriend and hopefully she'll come back to work. She's a lying sack of shit. She don't respect anything. Any woman that says I respect your relationship and then continues to flirt with you is full of shit. Well, this is what she says next. She goes, and no matter how cute you are in your uniform, I promise that I promise complete professionalism. <laughs> full of fucking shit, man. She's full like, of shit. You're still flirting with them. <laughs> Stupid. So they shake on it. And then she's she like, actions speak way louder than words. Words are flowery. She's just giving him flowery platitudes to <laughs> let him so that, I mean, she often calls it later. Do you know what I mean? Or whoever, like they're just. Yeah, She's just Audrey. using that to to so Pacey lets his guard down where she swoops in. That's that's all this is. Audrey had um really good intuition, which was Oh hell yeah, she did. So she's like walking around the apartment and she says how nice it is, and she's like, I must be overpaying you. And he's like, Well, it's not mine, it's Brecker's. I'm just actually like living here until he gets someone to take over the lease. And she's like, well, maybe I'll do that. And you can live here for free. We can figure something out. And he's like, what do you mean by that? Oh, I hate this woman. (laughs) I'm telling you, dude. I don't know how she knew that he was there. Yeah, I don't understand that either. She didn't know it was Brecker's apartment. And nobody know that that Pacey's there. Like, I don't. How? They don't explain it. They're just like, oh, she's just going to show up. And she does. Uninvited. Twice. But she tells him to lighten up. Let's her in. Twice. She tells him to lighten up Pacey. I meant the apartment. No, we know what you meant, Alex. (laughs) Yeah. She's full of shit. (laughs) All right. So now we're with Joey in the library at Worthington. And Dawson's sitting with her. He's like on his laptop watching movies because he has to watch movies for his finals. And she is reading Beowulf. But he's like making all this noise, chewing potato chips in a library and laughing really loud and she's like really annoyed at him she like kind of like makes him stop a couple of times and she's like you know it's not fair i have finals to study for and you get to watch movies and he's like well i'm under pressure i have five movies to get through which he probably has watched like a million times (laughs) right i mean i'm pretty sure that guy has seen every single movie under the sun at this point so (laughs) what you don't know it by heart already dawson yeah okay so Joey's kind of like burnt out already because she's trying to get through this fucking Shit. book. She looks burnt out this entire episode. She looks exhausted. She falls asleep sitting up. It's it's so funny. So he's like, do you want to go to a movie that I have to actually watch tonight for, for my class? And she's like, I can't, Dawson. I'm fucking studying here. <laughs> I'm reading Beowulf. <laughs> Look, I have to get Beowulf. Beowulf. <laughs> Beowulf. I had to read Beowulf. I, I read it in high school. Dude, I read it in... Was it high school or was it middle school? They made us watch the movie. When did the movie come out? What year was that? I, I don't remember. It was like it was like late 2000s. Give me a second. I'm going to look it up. Wasn't it? It was like an animated computer movie, like CGI. with. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it came out in 2007, so I was 17. I was going to say 2007. Was, so it was high school. Yeah, huh? I was going to say 2007. Yeah, 2007. Yeah, it was 2007. So I was, depending on the year, I was either a junior or a senior in high school. And um, we we read it and then we went and saw the movie because the movie had just come out. Boring. Fucking hated it. This is just no. No wonder why she's struck out. I could imagine having to read that shit again. Yeah, I was semi 
interested in it because I thought the Grendel character, which was like a monster, was interesting. But right, uh, just the way it was written because it's a it's a poem. It's technically a poem. Yeah, it's very old school English. Yeah, the way it's written, it's a certain dialogue or there's a certain name for it and i don't know hard to get through it was it elizabethan like when when did it come no it's not elizabethan it's like it's um yeah i mean just google it (laughs) the queen of google (laughs) epic poem and the main character is a hero who travels great distances to prove the strength and impossible odds um it's a poem blah 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 just say what is Beowulf written in? It's like, an old English epic poem in tradition, Germ- Germanic heroic yeah. legend of with alliterative lines. It is one of the most important, most often translated works of old English literature. So its original language is Old English. Yeah. Um. It's just. I mean, it's written in alliterative verse style, which is common for old English poetry. It's considered one of the oldest surviving poems in the English language. Fun fact. Also, just really a pain to read. Yeah, I I remember having to do projects on it or like write about it, and I couldn't even tell you what it was, what I even wrote. Dude, I struggle trying to get through Shakespeare sometimes. Okay, I'm just like reading. She doth teaches the torches to burn brightly. All right, dude, just say she's hot. No, like, why I, do we got to put all these words? I why? Know in Shakespeare, so we, we we talked about this before, like in the early episodes. Yeah, I probably. Like my, my my one tattoo is is from Hamlet. So me talking about Shakespeare and here I got Shakespeare tattooed on my person. But yeah, whatever. Well, that just means you're fake then. Totally fake. Yep. No, it just means that those words spoke to me and, and only those words and the lyrics going down the side of my, my, my body. Yeah. Was that your Shakespeare phase where you were like dressing up like uh what is this things i hate about you no okay i never did that oh my god what's my favorite shakespeare quote (laughs) to thine own self be true hey man speaks volumes it's like the only only one everybody knows (laughs) i know (laughs) and then there's you know she teaches the torches to burn brightly that's romeo and juliet that's the only line i remember from that book from that uh, play jamie you just fall into a category of basic white bitches who got hamlet and shakespeare tattooed on their body <laughs> just label me basic it's fine as you sip your pumpkin spice i don't like pumpkin spice <laughs> give me my iced caramel coffee same death <laughs> uh all right so yeah, she's like, I can't go to the movies because I have to catch up. I have so much catching up to do. And he goes, well, that's what happens when you get a life. And she says, I remember getting straight A's. And then there was a singing incident in a bar. Now I'm behind. And she's just <laughs> complaining. And she says she's never taking a class again where where they make you read Beowulf. And she's like, you know, while I'm grateful that you wanted to hang out with me while I study for finals, can you just shut the fuck up and be quiet? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, no problem. But then he starts laughing again in the library. And he tells her that he's going to go catch that movie instead. He's like, all right, I'm going to go catch that movie instead. And then he leaves. Like, bye, Felicia. Well, he is being obnoxious. I mean, but who hangs out with people while they're studying? I don't know. That's like going to the gym with somebody. 
So now we're at Graham's and Jack is trying to study. And I thought Graham's looked very different in her outfit. I don't know what it was. She didn't look like old. She did look different. She like was wearing hipper clothes, maybe. Maybe because she's dating now. I don't know. Yeah, she's getting action now. So (laughs) Graham's has been getting laid and she now is feeling better about herself and her body. She's like, I'm really not an old lady. (laughs) He can say the word penis now. So proud of Graham's. She's like, they just made me look this way, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm putting out the big guns tonight, Jack. Ginkgo biloba. Oh, wait, no. I have to say it like she says it. So he's like sitting there trying to study. And she's like, I'm bringing out the big guns tonight, Jack. Ginkgo biloba stimulates the memory, improves mental acuity. I'm it- assuming that's a type of tea because... I had the subtitles on it, and I'm like, what the fudge sickles is that, man? I don't even know what that is. Ginkgo biloba. Yeah, they always said it's good for brain, your brain, or whatever. But he's like, well, yeah, he even says it in the next line. He's like, I'm going to need more than this herbal tea to uh, be able to concentrate and learn this. And she's like, well, natural ginkgolides and faith, a powerful combination. (laughs) And he's like, it's way beyond. He's like, he's like, we've now gone into fear and panic. So he's still struggling with this calculus. And he's like, you know, you either know it or you don't. And she's like, well, maybe you can ask somebody in your class. And he's like, Grams, I don't know anybody in my class. I haven't even been to class. (laughs) So she's like, you know, it all seems, it all seems, wait, (laughs) I lost my line. She's, she says, it all seems all hope is lost, but and then he's like, "Please, Grams, uh, I don't need you to get into a speech about Daniel and the in the lion's den right now." And she says, a "Little little David and Goliath." And he's like, "No." She's like, "Need some new material, hey?" <laughs> Suddenly, she's like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, he's like drinking the tea, and she like takes it out of his hand, and she's like fuck the tea we gotta get you coffee and lots of it and yeah, what she realizes what he's looking at because i don't even know what that is listen i never i never had to do calculus i did enough math credits by the end of my junior year i didn't take math my senior year like i took all well, they're, of that. they're in college though like it's different i still do i went to college too i didn't take math i was done with math math was done go figure because what do i do with my job now math <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what's funny, Jamie? I never took college or math in college either. Mm-hmm. It's it's got to be for specific um, right. majors. I don't know what he's doing. We did 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 they ever tell us what he's majoring in? Mm-mm. He's just taking whatever calculus for you know shits and giggles. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand, man. I don't know either. I don't know what he's doing, dude. Just put me in science classes all day, every day. Or even English classes. I'll take lit. That's fine. Give me all the books you want. But just uh, not math, please. All right. So Dawson is finally, he's like coming out of the movie that he went to go see. And he runs into his favorite film critic, Amy Lloyd. (laughs) I don't mind her, honestly. You know what? Wait, can I? I'll tell you my opinion of her. I think she's crazy. <laughs> like eccentric? Or no. Like I think certified. she's 
I think she's certified. Yeah. I think she's a narcissist. And I think she, uh, like when she says to Dawson later that she's never done that before, where she had like a one night stand, like a random one night stand. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, I don't believe Um, that either. (laughs) I think she's just. I don't normally do this, but there's something about you, Dawson. It's that big forehead turns me on. (laughs) But she says that she threw a Cuisinart at an ex-boyfriend. That's crazy. I mean, you're breaking. I don't even know what that is. What what the hell's a Cuisinart? It's like a food processor. <laughs> and they call it a Cuisinart because it's the brand name, but it's a food oh, processor. I need to look this up because I don't know what you're talking about. How do you spell that? Q-U-I-S-I-N-A-R-T? Oh, it's a C. Oh, yeah, C. What did I say, Q? Yeah, food processors, Cuisinart. Oh, she threw one of those. That's terrible. I would never throw something at somebody. Me either. Especially an appliance and you're just breaking it. You're hurting yourself and you gotta buy a new one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to throw something expensive at somebody? That's just stupid. Just hurt people with your words. <laughs> you know? Or just don't. But um. <laughs> so he runs into her and he goes, uh, sex lies and videotape is 14 years old. You're a little late for your review. And I was like, we were just talking about that movie, remember? Yeah, we were just talking about that movie. So she's like, well, I was here on a date. And he's like, well, where's your date? And she's like, he's probably still in storytelling with the rest of the freaks. And she's like, let's get out of here before he comes out. So he's like, wait, so you you went to see different movies? And she's like, no, I left him in there. What kind of man sucks a Jordan Almond? And Dawson's like, I don't understand you. (laughs) What's a Jordan Almond? Look, I don't know what a lot of stuff is this episode. <laughs> it's it's like one of those like different colored almonds. They're like pastel and they're always at like baby showers. Oh, those are really good. I don't eat them. I don't like almonds like that. I, I like an almonds. I like an almond in a Hershey bar, <laughs> but I can't eat just okay. like just eat an almonds. I don't know. I like them wrapped in in coconut and then milk chocolate or even dark chocolate. Listen, give me a mound or an almond joy any day. No, so I'm, not, I I'm not about that life. I love the coconut. So Dawson's like, you're a very critical person. And I was like, well, duh, she's a film critic, Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, we all have our gifts. And some of us figured out how to scam a living out of them. And he says, uh, I'm well aware of how you make a living. And then he quotes her review of his film. She calls him imitative, derivative, and full of unexplored potential. And she's like, well, that's not a slam. You didn't expect me to go easy on you because we kissed, did you? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, uh, I'm just surprised you didn't critique the kiss. She's like, how do you know I didn't? <laughs> she says, look, I really like your work more than you know. So she's like, do you want to go watch a movie for one of my favorite new directors at my place? And he's like, what about your date? <laughs> and she's like, uh, let's just go before he before he sees us. <laughs> what date? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he goes, how do you know I'm not a I'm not a Jordan almond sucker? And she's like, because I only keep junior mints in my freezer and Dawson pretty much like blows his load. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm even do you think there was a date? Because I'm starting to wonder if she just bailed out on a movie. That's what I mean. I think she's I feel like she like knows where he's at. Cause like a, what's up with these women in this episode stalking the male leads i don't get it wait let me go back to the, her first episode that she was on where she made him go to that coffee shop 
And yeah. the way she kissed him was because she said she she thought her boyfriend was in the, her in the coffee shop. Her ex-boyfriend that they just broke up with was there. Yeah, no. She it was, was like so, a yeah. trick. Dude, what's up with these women manipulating? You know what? You're right. She's certifiable. Yeah, she's not She's not all there. And he, like, fucked her three times that night. Like, all night long. I mean, good for him. But, like, uh, I think it's insane. She's, like, the type of person who will, like, say she's pregnant now with his baby. Even oh, though... God. They use protection. <laughs> so why are all these women so manipulative? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. And they're both really, really beautiful actresses. I feel like, and they're oh, both yeah. from they're both from like when I grew up. I remember watching them in movies when I was growing up. So it's so funny seeing them on the show together. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Pacey and Audrey are at the restaurant. It's like busy, and Audrey's in the back of, of the kitchen with him while he's like trying to like cook and she's arguing with him because she doesn't believe that Alex just suddenly changed her mind about hiring her back. And Pacey's like, look, she came to see me this afternoon. She's not a wench, Audrey. <laughs> Cause Audrey's she's totally like, a, she's a wench. Yeah. She's like, she's a wench Pacey. I know all about her. And she's like, look, I know exactly what kind of person Alex is. Women speak a shorthand with each other. And Pacey's like, uh, not the knock the estrogenic Morse code, but I think you misjudged her a little bit. No. <laughs> oh my god, Jamie. I got so mad at this part. I was like, your girlfriend is upset because she feels yeah. something is wrong. You know something happened and you're making her look like she's crazy. It's gaslighting and that's all he does. Remember he was gaslit Andy? This, Remember when he gaslit Andy during season two? This, entire episode is nothing but a bunch of manipulators and gaslighters and like just bullshit liars there's all crazy people that just live in their own little fantasy land i don't know it's crazy audrey didn't deserve this she's so much better than that and she she's not somebody who just like was like putting herself out there to date because she was just having fun and she fell for him and now all of a sudden he hid this one little thing. Like, I don't blame him because he didn't do anything wrong. No, but, he didn't. <laughs> but he was he was allowing things to happen when he should have, when he knew she was crossing lines. He yeah. should have put his, um, yeah, he should have put his foot down and said, Alex, you can't come to my house like this. Like, why are you at yeah. my house? I'm in a relationship. But he doesn't do any of that because he's no, so weak. Ugh. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. There are a couple of times fucking loyalty anymore. (laughs) And there are a couple of times in the beginning of this episode, and I was like, "You're an idiot! What are you doing? Keep walking! Don't get that close! Let her figure it out, dude! She's manipulating you! Like all of these things!" I'm like, "You're just allowing it to happen at this point." When she, the two times that she showed up at his apartment, he never should have let her walk through the door. Like she just got way too comfortable, way too quick. And then the second time, when it was two o'clock in the fucking morning. Oh my god! And then he's like, "I mean, are you thirsty?" Like, yeah, no, it's fine. Come in. And then it's like, you know, can I get you water or orange juice? That's all I got. And she's like, "What about the champagne?" Like, nah, bitch. I know where this is going. Yep. Like, use your brain. And he's like, "You're using oh, the wrong head, dude. I You're guess. using the wrong head." Stupid. I guess that's okay. It's not. Well, he's he's an such idiot. a pots. <laughs> we're so angry this episode feel my wrath well no it bothered me it bothered me so much because she didn't deserve that audrey didn't deserve no, that from no, him she didn't and 
What really pissed me off is they got into that fight. He chased after her. He gets back into his apartment. The chick is still there, and he didn't kick her out. He's like, oh, you're still here. No, you need to leave. I think you need to leave. Like, right now, don't come back here. You need to leave. That's what should have happened. He should have made her leave. But in this, made her leave a long time ago. In this specific scene with Audrey telling him that she's got a feeling and he's denying it and making her crazy, the fact that he was still just siding with her instead of just saying, like, look, I know, Audrey, but you got your job back. Can we just like move on from this? Like, I believe you. He he still defends the enemy and makes his girlfriend feel like she's crazy. I do not like uh subscribe to that i think it's fucked up i don't understand it your partner should be with you 100 percent in those situations and when they're going against you you should her her like antennas went up immediately she knew it she knew yeah no she knows she's not stupid so audrey's like oh okay um so what excuse did she give for suddenly changing her mind and he's like does it really matter and she's like just humor me pacey and he says because she was being nice because she's a nice person and audrey's like fucking bullshit pacey she's She's not not a a nice person. person she's not a nice person and he's like and because i asked her okay and audrey says oh so she was being nice to you she wasn't doing it for me she was doing it for you i was like i know audrey right now (laughs) i like am (laughs) so in her head (laughs) yeah dude we all were she's like i think she wants you pacey this woman would only be nice if it served her and pacey starts blowing smoke up her ass to try to make her like to stop but she gets even more angry and she starts to slowly realize what's happening because her eyes get so wide because she's like like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And she's like, did she hit on you? And he's like, no. And then she puts her fingers on his pulse, on his neck. <laughs> his jugular. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, love that. I love that a lot. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you figured that shit out. She's like, your pulse just jumped. It's racing. And she's like, why? What? You're afraid of something. And he's like, because you have your fingers on my jugular. I'm afraid of dying. So then Alex, sweet, innocent Alex, comes out of nowhere and she tells them to keep their relationship private. Like, why are you like, please don't do this in the kitchen. So Audrey gets even. Oh, she says something to Audrey like, we're so happy to have you back, Audrey. You're you're um, an important part of the team. Well, she was. You shouldn't. You wouldn't have fired her in the first place. So Audrey's just getting she gets even more angry and she's like, I'm quitting. (laughs) And then she just walks out. And Pacey's like, uh, I don't know what's happening, even though he knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this whole storyline bothered me. Yeah, um, I think it had us both. I was angry, too. Uh, so now we cut to Dawson. He's over Amy's. She's pulling out every fucking VHS tape in her whole house to show him, like, her collection. She's like, look at all my movies, Dawson. So these two are fucking movie nerds. All they do is talk movies. The dialogue between the two, I couldn't keep up with it. So... Um, their yeah. scenes are going to be pretty quick. They they constantly talk about like if this was a movie, this would be the part where this and this and this happened. And I was like, nobody nobody cares. Like you're both annoying. <laughs> Did you hear when she says, "I keep Amazon in business"? Yeah, I was like, is Amazon that old? Yeah, I remember ordering from Amazon back then. It's so funny. Oh. Um. So yeah, they're talking about movies, and he's talking about his film class. It's both. It's making them both really horny. So they start kissing and. Uh, they cut to a commercial. When we come back, they're laying on the floor in a makeshift bed under a blanket. So, like, 
they just had sex. So, I mean, good for him. Like, he's only slept with Jen. And, you know, this is his right, first, right. first uh, one night stand. Well, yeah. But no, like, so he just broke up with Jen. Now he's like, oh, yeah, I, I got I got it. I can like. He's I can. allowed to do those things. That's totally fine. Yeah, I was like proud of him. <laughs> I was like, get, get it, Dawson, even though she's a psycho bitch. <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> oh, the other thing that was funny was the VHS tapes were like scattered all over like the next to them on the floor. Like they were rolling around in those hard shell cases. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, that's comfortable. <laughs> he goes, you know, the whole- all those hard cases. Yeah, they got like bruises on their backs from the VHS tapes, not from anything else. Um, but he says, you know, the whole conversation asking how was it comes from the movies. I was like, nobody asks that after you have you have sex. I've never, I've never said that after I had sex. I was never like, how was it? How how'd it go? Was it good? Was I okay? How was something like an insecure person says the first time they ever do it. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. So anyway, he's like, they're they're doing more film talk, blah blah blah. And then he notices a film on the side of the the floor, and he goes, he picks it up, and it's called The Marjorie Game, directed by Amy Lloyd, in completion of the BFA in filmmaking. And he's like, I didn't know you were a filmmaking major. And she's like, Give me that. And he's like, No, I'm popping this in the VCR. You saw mine. And she's like, uh, the fuck you are. I'm serious. Give me back my give me back my movie, Dawson. And um, he's like, yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that you're serious. And she like snags it out of his hand. That's where I wrote. She's crazy. <laughs> she's fucking out of her mind. <laughs> she got that upset. I like thought maybe she did like a porno or something at first. I'm like, maybe that's why she's just really embarrassed about it. But no, she just thinks her movie sucked. But wait. The fact that they just got done having sex, they had this fun moment, this fun night together. They just they just had sex. They're laying there. They're like enjoying their their like afterglow. Together. Yeah, and this gets her so worked up. Her whole personality changes. I would have been like, I gotta go. <laughs> like I would have been, I would have been afraid. <laughs> I would have been like, this woman has a lot of different uh, faces. And I don't think I want to deal with this one right now. <laughs> yeah, no, she's uh, she's got a lot going on. Oh my God, she's like, I suck at making movies. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, all right, all right, crazy. Um, all right, so we cut to Joey. She's still at the library studying. This must have been a great episode for Katie Holmes. The film. She just sat in that chair the whole episode in the same outfit the whole episode, pretending to fall asleep, <laughs> giving dirty looks to people. <laughs> I know. She looks really tired, though. So tired. Coffee. Oh, the one thing I wanted to mention in the beginning when she's sitting with Dawson, she has um, a coffee in her hand and the logo on the coffee cup is Port City Java. When Craig was on our episode, he brought up how she made a deal with the drivers that picked her up to go to Port... the pick her up like 10 minutes earlier or something so they could go to Port City Java to get her coffee in the morning. And I thought that was such a fun fact to know. But me me and Aubrey would go there every time we went to North Carolina because we loved that store so much. It was like a coffee shop. That was like the first time I ever had like a Frappuccino because it was like, because um, I never I don't drink coffee, but I was like, yeah, I'll have whatever that is. And I just remember going there every time we went to North Carolina. 
So I thought that was a fun little Easter egg. That is a fun Easter egg. I wish that I paid closer attention to notice something like that. You you catch that kind of stuff. I I notice the weird things, but like not those type of weird things. Mostly because think I'm you terrible would, with names. I don't think you would. It would brought. It, you wouldn't have known what it was though. No, 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 that's true. It's easier. Yeah, you would recognize it before I would. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> So she's still studying. Aubrey comes in, plops down, and she's like, boys suck. Joey's like, I can't deal with this right now. She goes, but I am your roommate, and I'm legally required to be here for you. And Audrey's like, I think Pacey's cheating. And Joey's like, (laughs) Pacey's not a cheater. (laughs) Or she goes, Pacey doesn't cheat. But, I mean, there's always a first for everything. Yeah, pretty much. Definitely. She's convincing Audrey that he's probably planning something for her, like like a gift. He's like, maybe she's he's getting you a gift. And Audrey's like, I do have a birthday coming up. Maybe you're right. She's like, see? Do you feel better? She's like, earrings would be nice. Like hoops. Or uh, the turquoise to match my ring. <laughs> so she's like calming down now. Yeah, she's trying to think logically. And not emotionally. <laughs> Which is not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what, Jamie? I might think emotionally, but 99% of the time, I'm correct. And I totally related to Audrey in this episode. Yeah, so, Audrey was picking up on some intuition. And, you know, I definitely can get behind intuition. Yeah, like when you know, you fucking know, you know? Yeah, no, no you know. So Stick to your gut, man. Stick to your gut. Joey's like, Audrey, don't you have finals to study for? And she's like, oh, yeah, those are coming up. And <laughs> and she's like, Audrey. <laughs> so then Audrey smiles and she's like, you're so cute when I annoy you, bunny. <laughs> and she's like, uh, get your bucks. And she's like, I am. Joey's like the fucking finals police. Keep your tits on. I'm getting the books. I'm getting the books. No, calm your tits. <laughs> oh, this is when Pacey's leaving the restaurant now. So it's late. She's still like finishing up her work and he goes to leave and mm-hmm. he stops and he's like, oh, are you going to be here for a while, Alex? And she's like, yeah, I have to get all this stuff done before tomorrow. And she's like, thank God I'm a night owl. And he's like, aren't we all? And then he's like, well, if you're going to be here, I have like a ton of stuff I can do in the kitchen. She's like, no, no, go be with your Audrey. <laughs> go be God, with I- Hate this person. <laughs> I will go be with my Audrey. Thank you very much, you wench. He should have just said, "All right, bye." Yeah, that's exactly what he should have said. But instead, he's so concerned for her fucking safety that she's going to get held up like Joey was because he even brings that up. And she's yeah. like, "I can take care of myself, Pacey." And she's like, "Besides, I can't leave. If I did, I'd have to carry all these books with me." And he's like, "Well, I'll carry them for you. <laughs> of course, you will." So she's like, you really are a find, aren't you? And he's like, that's what all the girls say right before they see my socks. And then she says, maybe what you need is a girl who knows how to take care of you. Again, this wench. <laughs> like, if she's saying these passes, dude, just know. Just walk away. Run. Skip. I don't care. He goes, oh. And maybe you just need a man to walk you home. I was like, oh, and that's when she goes, so shiver, 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 rest. I can never say that. <laughs> chivalrous. So Chival- chivalrous. Wait, sound it Chival- out. Chival- <laughs> chivalrous. Chivalrous. Chival- 
<laughs> chivalrous. Chivalrous. Chivalry isn't dead after all. Chival- chivalry. I can't fucking say it. <laughs> Just Chival- it's okay. I can never say that word. Chivalrous. Fine. It's fine. We understand cool. what you're trying to say. <laughs> so she finally gives in and he's going to walk her home because she's staying around the corner at like a hotel or something. I don't know. Yeah, it looked like a, some kind of a hotel. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. At least it's not a beach motel like <laughs> where they were staying at the other episode. <laughs> so Jack goes back to the frat because he he needs help. He he asks Panda Polar Bear. Polar Bear. Polar Bear. He's like, Polar Bear, I need your help. I need notes from such and such class. And he's like, Jack shouldn't be here take this margarita and just go and i was like man i really want a margarita now after i saw that margarita <laughs> did look kind of good didn't it? it did and he's like no i don't need a drink i need help and that's when blossom comes down blossom just is just i really hate off. blossom dude and i hate that he kept trying to make jack drink you need a drink you need a drink like dude drinking is the reason why he's in this predicament why you have no good interest in Jack at all? You're just trying to destroy him at this point. And that's exactly what they're doing, or at least he's doing because he's a freaking tool. Yeah, they're having this like argue. Well, it's like they're having words because they're not being loud or anything, but they're being like. Right. And Eric walks out because he sees Jack, and they sort of make eyes, and Jack kind of like, or Eric kind of makes. Kinda, a face he kind of like smiled at him a little bit, like he was kind of happy to see him, which was a sh- yeah. surprise. But okay, you know. That's exactly what happened. He seemed like he was happy to see him, yeah. Right. So, anyway, Blossom doesn't give a shit. He's like, Jack, you gotta you gotta leave. But Jack says some stupid line to him about, like, you're gonna have to leave this place soon and be a part of, like, society where you're gonna have to be around people and, like, you're gonna... Yeah, be- I think like- basically what he was trying to get at with that was just, um... He was, you know how like you have those popular kids in high school and you're like, just so you know, this is where you peak and it's all downhill after here. I think that's kind of what he was saying. You know, you can hide behind the brotherhood and this frat house for only so long. Once you get out in the real world, like you're going to get eaten alive because you're not going to have these people to back your assholery. I think that's what he was getting at. At least that's how I'm taking it. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So he leaves. And Blossom didn't like that because he makes a face of polar bear and he and then he walks away. He's like, he got me. <laughs> and then he like he like walks away. <laughs> now we're back with Dawson and he answers the door shirtless because they just got done having sex again, I think. <laughs> they order Chinese food and it comes in red boxes in a box. <laughs> He's like, What is it about your movie that you don't want me to see? She's like, It's too personal, Dawson. And he's like, uh, we haven't we crossed that barrier? And she's like, the truth is, the movie stinks. <laughs> she does talk a certain way. Yeah. She talks like very, very like properly. And he says, I think you're being too hard on yourself. And she's like, I love movies. I started faking sick in the third grade just so I could watch I could stay home and watch movies at home from school. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I started that in the fifth grade. She doesn't respond to that. She's like, now I watch movies as my job and I get paid for it. And he's like, yeah, but you never answered my question. Have you ever wanted to make another one? I was like, when did he ask her that? He never asked her that. And she's like, well, the first one was such a disaster. Why would I want to do it again? And he quotes her own advice to her. And he says, sometimes it takes young filmmakers time to figure out what they want to say. She goes, I'm afraid I don't have the same raw talent as you do. 
filmmaking was what I loved, but I was given a chance to do this job and I'm pretty damn great at it. And that makes me happy. I left filmmaking behind and moved on with my life. Sometimes you just got to let things go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. He goes, that sounds very smart and practical. And she says, and a little sad. And he goes, yeah, a little. So it's like, oh, what what's she going to do? Is he going to change her mind? Is she going to like suddenly want to make another movie? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. To be honest, these episodes are a little bit of a blur to me. I don't remember them. I know these these couple last episodes that we recap they all they all blur together there's like bits and pieces I remember and I don't remember a lot of it but Mm -mm. anyway Pacey's walking Alex home and it's it's like 1 a.m and you know what I noticed Jamie but it's busy yeah it's 1 a.m and it's busy then what the hell happened with Joey while I was a dead that that I didn't understand at all it definitely passed through my mind how (laughs) is she gonna get robbed in the same area just down the block and it was all lit up. Yeah. And there are people walking all over the place. He's walking her home to her her hotel motel. <laughs> and um, he's like, you know, you should really consider taking over my my apartment. She's like, okay, I will. And he's like, you know, if you need to stop by and look at it again, you can. And she's like, thank you, Pacey. It's nice to have you as a friend. And then he hugs her. Yeah, he should have. No. Yep. No. No. They, they hug. Have you ever hugged a boss before? Like no. that, that you just met? No, no. That, that sexually not. harassed you. Would you hug that person? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell like, no. I was like, I don't even think he's hugged like his parents. <laughs> he's hugging this well, woman. No, he doesn't like his parents. So it's a little different. <laughs> but no, no, it's... no, 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 no. And it lingers. Don't come into physical contact with somebody who has previously <laughs> sexually harassed you. Like, no, but I don't it's know a, what the hell's going on, but, but it's a um, way no. too long hug. The hug lasts way too long, and he's like yeah. smelling her. I know, dude. Oh, I'm so angry at him. So yeah. when they finally release, their faces are super close to each other too. It looks like they're gonna kiss, and then he's yeah, like, and then Pacey takes a step back. He's like, I gotta go. I can't be here. <laughs> he's got I'm a boner trouble. I'm in the doghouse, dude. He's gonna be more than the doghouse. There's gonna be more than the doghouse. He's gonna be eating shit for a week. Uh-uh. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I guess I should go. <laughs> Jeez, I can't, man. I can't. All right, so now Audrey's bugging Joey at the library, and she's like complaining that her butt hurts from the chairs. And this is when Joey snaps out, and she slams her book shut, and everybody in the library turns around and looks at her. But they did such an odd cutaway to that. Like, you hear the book slam, but the shot that they used was us seeing Audrey looking at Joey's, looking at Joey, but we only see Joey's back. So we don't really see her slam the book shut. (laughs) I thought it was such an odd choice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, whatever. But I mean... I that close of attention, but yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that was the gist of it. So she's like freaking out now. And she says... Cramming boring dreary medieval fairy tales is boring enough without hearing a diatribe about your ass. So unless you want to come visit me at Worcester Trade School next year, I suggest you go find your boyfriend and drive him crazy. (laughs) Poor, poor Joey. She's going to have to go to a trade school. She's trying to study, dude. And she's got like a rotation of people that are coming to her. And all she's trying to do is study. I think after the second person that found me in the library, I would have went somewhere else where they couldn't find me. Like, I'm just gonna go hide in a bush. <laughs> a bush. That's, that's where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in a bush. 
Audrey's like, ah, I guess I'll go see Pacey. So she's on her way to go see Pacey. And as soon as Audrey gets up and leaves, Jack plops down in the same chair and he's like, Joey, please tell me you know anything about calculus. My triple calculus. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever calculus thing he's taking, I can't even pronounce it. All right, so now we're with Dawson and Amy again. They moved into the bedroom and she's at one end of the bed and he's at the other end. And he's like, you know, I never had a date like this before. And she's like, me neither. We when did a- it turn into a date? They didn't even go out That's on a what date. I said they didn't have a date. <laughs> They didn't even go out. They ran into each other and went back to her place, and that's where they stayed. Like, she literally picked him up at the movies. Jeez. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Dawson's the hooker this time. She picked him up. <laughs> she used him, yeah. But, I mean, they got, they had fun with each other, I guess. I mean, as long as they're having fun. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. <laughs> Is me just saying a judgment? I don't know. So he goes, hey, can I ask you a question? And thank God somebody on this goddamn show says this. Well, you just did, but feel free to ask another one. (laughs) (laughs) Smart asses. He says, what makes a girl want to spend the night with a guy that they don't know? And she's like, the same reason a guy would. Except with girls, the deciding factor is usually the shoes. And he says, you decided to sleep with me because of my sketchers. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I I could tell that you were okay. Safe, genuine, a kindred spirit. (laughs) his sketcher his ugly bulky sketchers made her turned on i i had to think about this when she said that i'm like have i ever judged somebody based on their shoes before i'm like i i don't i would probably judge somebody on their smile on their teeth or something like if they're really janky and gross then i would before their shoes you know what i mean (laughs) like i i have never thought about that before you know what i would judge a guy on what their jeans the the clothes you know what i've done that before dude i went on a date oh god i must have been like 20 (laughs) i went on a date with somebody i already knew like he was our friend and uh he came up in these freaking pants and i'm like why (laughs) i've seen you before we've hung out why are you wearing these pants they had like these giant like dragons on them they were like i don't they were those ugly things. I'm like, please burn those pants. Burn them. Burn them. Look, I think it takes a while for somebody to find jeans or pants that fit them well and look nice it on It didn't them. fit him well. It didn't look good on him. It was like the jeans that I don't like. I don't know, dude. They were out of style. They had this giant red dragon on them, like stitched into the jeans. I they I don't they weren't even like like uh like the I don't I don't even know what brand they were. He, they he were wore he wore his he wore his Sunday best to his date with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, I'm gonna wear these dragon pants, and she's gonna be so hot for me. Oh, why he wore those freaking god awful pants? Were you embarrassed to go out with them? You laughed? I what? laughed at it. Oh, you laughed. I was going to say, when you saw him, I you just like turn around. I couldn't contain myself, dude. I was like, I'm sorry. What are you wearing, bro? Like, <laughs> what is this? Why? Why Why can't you just wear the normal jeans I just saw you in yesterday? Why? <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
this is a joke are you just like are you are you are you messing with me i don't know it was cool i don't remember what we did on that date you just remember his pants i just remember those pants well he made it memorable that's before that's for sure and uh also he put on like msi or something um and i knew who msi was and he was like completely blown away and shocked with that but other than that i don't remember i don't remember the date at all i don't know what we did i don't know where we went i just remember the pants and that he was listening to msi that was it and for anybody who doesn't know who msi is it's mindless (laughs) self-indulgence he didn't there's something kind of like new metal i guess i don't i don't know so BravoCon just happened a couple weekends ago right and Mm -hmm. I follow all of these Bravo accounts and they're all run by like these, all these gay guys and, and their, their photos, like their profile pics. They like, a lot of them are like cute. Right. Right. Seeing their stories and seeing them in full, like full up and down their bodies. um, Some of them, they're all like a lot of them are just overweight, queenie gay guys and they wear very tight clothes, which blows my mind like if you're overweight don't wear a tight shirt it just makes you look fatter or they wore jeans that were like super duper tight on them and showed off their like skinny mini legs that that just looked fucking ridiculous to me so i was like why do all these guys who are gay wear these dumb jeans that look terrible on them like why are they not wearing jeans that fit them right like i know skinny jeans are a thing but like I don't know. I'm all about comfort, and I wear runways. Every time I see a guy wear, like, super tight, skinny jeans, I'm honestly concerned about their manhood. Like, that's what I think of. I'm like, dude, are you okay in them? Can you breathe? Can you walk? Does that hurt? Like, are you in pain right now? Because I'm in pain looking at you right now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're hurting me here. I don't know you're hurting me. It also throws off their body proportion to me, and I I go, how Especially if they're bigger on the top and skinny yeah. on the bottom. I feel weird. like they're a weeble wobble. They're just going to fall over. It's weird to oh, me. They're the opposite of a weeble wobble. Weeble wobbles don't fall over, but this person would definitely be top heavy. So that's what I noticed a lot about the Bravo blogger, the gay Bravo bloggers. They they all wore really tight skinny jeans, and a lot of them should not have been wearing them. It just made their legs look weird. I didn't get it. No, but, I, yeah, I would judge. I would judge that. So. <laughs> I think you just did. <sighs> anyway. So they start talking about their breakups. And he says that he's still friends with his ex. It's like nothing even changed. And she's like, I can't believe it. I threw a Cuisinart at a guy once. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't believe in fighting. And she's like, one day you're going to meet someone who drives you absolutely mad. Who you're going to fight with and laugh with and do totally insane things for. Someone who turns your life wildly upside down. And he's like, well, I think I already met it. I think I already met that person. You know what I thought was kind of funny about sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. But she said you're gonna find somebody that's gonna like drive you crazy. And then don't you know that later Pacey's like, Oh, you drive me crazy, or whatever the hell he says. I'm like, really? This is what oh, you're doing with to, to Alex? Yeah. Did you pick up on that? No, I didn't. But I have noticed in, in previous episodes that they, they do that though. They'll use the yeah. same blog to sort of like make a point yeah kind of so that's interesting just because they make you crazy doesn't necessarily mean it's a healthy relationship yeah right so he tells her that he thinks he already met that person and she's like well why aren't you with her and he's like well i think i blew my chances and i just assumed she felt the same way and moved on and she's like well how do you know that 
And he says, well, she spent, she spent the night with another guy. And then she starts to laugh. And he's like, well, what's so funny? And she's like, it's funny. You're so convinced that she moved on because she spent the night with another guy. You're spending the night with me. Does that mean you've moved on? And he's like, touche. <laughs> That's a good one. I was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I saw that conversation coming like a mile away. It's a whole double standard. Like, do you not realize that you're doing the same thing? You're obviously not over this person. Yeah, it was so dumb. What makes you think, like, are women that, I don't know. (laughs) I just, I don't know. Yeah, the writers, the writers really made, the writers really made guys that, like, superior like people in this episode like the women didn't know what they were even doing it it just was weird like they were so like fragile and like couldn't think for themselves like i didn't get it but that was a different time it's just bizarre to me that people actually think that like if a a woman's not over a guy that she can't do these things it's like um i mean some won't like i could never if i'm like about somebody like i could never just first of all i could never just hook up with somebody you know what i mean like i can't do that if i'm gonna sleep with somebody there's feelings involved and that's just how i am but there are people out there there are women out there that don't need those feelings you know what i mean they're just like i don't care and that's that's on them but for people to not realize that they are their own person and they can do these things and not feel bad about it just like it boggles my mind like you think that women can't do these things why i don't know i also think he just looks at joey as like Maybe he wouldn't think she would just sleep with the guy like a random night, but she didn't though. Like he doesn't know what she happened. didn't sleep with him. No, that's true. He doesn't. So why would he assume that? Uh, that was that was his first mistake making that kind of an assumption about Joey when he should know her better than that, anyways. But you know, I digress. <laughs> it is. It's all very double standardy. Yeah. So Jack comes home and Grams is like, Jack, where have you been? We have been waiting for you. That was terrible. We've been waiting for you, Jack. And she's like, he's like, who? who? I, at first, I thought it was going to be her boyfriend. I thought he was in the. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, I'm a, also a math teacher and like <laughs> with your calculus. That's that's the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, oh man, Grams is here teacher. to save the day. All right, Pop. oh. <laughs> no, he did say he taught geometry or something, didn't he? I don't. I thought uh, something. I thought, but I mean, what do I know? I don't remember. Oh, anything. I gotta look at my notes. I know he oh, said he was a teacher. I remember that. Yeah. Done, but I remember he said. Well, I thought I thought it was gonna be Gramps here to save the day, you know, but it wasn't. <laughs> We've been waiting all night for you, Jack. And he's like, "Who? Who are we?" So she she like points to the dining room and Eric's in there and he's like like waving to him or whatever, and he's like, "What is he doing here?" And then she just literally pushes him into the room so that Eric just, can help him. Just go, Sunny. Stop asking so many questions. This episode did make me like Eric though. I was like, he's actually yeah. being like, he's actually like hanging person. Back. Yeah. yeah. So I did appreciate that. Now we're back with Pacey and he's taking a shower in like the most random shower I've ever seen in an apartment. I thought it was weird, but at the same time, I mean, uh, all right, it's a little apartment. Who knows? I didn't understand it at all. Guess who's ringing the doorbell? It's you can Alex. ring my bell. Ring my bell. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this bitch. So, 
<laughs> yeah, she she walks right in and she's like, I decided to take you up in your offer, Pacey, and check out this apartment. And he's like, Alex, it's 2 a.m. And she's like, uh, but you said that I could come and look at it. And you said you're a night owl like me. And she's like, yeah, but and she's like, oh, my God, I'm doing it again. Uh, uh, you have this great life and I keep imposing myself on it. And he's like, no, Alex, you're not. It's fine. Come in. And I was like, fuck you, Pacey. Like, you (laughs) fucking annoying idiot. I can't stand it. So this is when he's like, well, do you want something to drink? I only have Wooder or OJ. Purple purple stuff. Sunny D. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. (laughs) And she's like, I love Sunny D. She's like, what about the champagne? Because <laughs> didn't she bring it in the beginning of the episode? She did. She brought it as an apology. Right. He should have been like, I drank that already with my girlfriend. You need to leave. That's what he should have said. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> we drank that before work. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, and she's like, if you want to. And she's like, you're a doll. And I have so much respect for you because you have so much, you have so much strength she to act on this thing. She doesn't respect him at all, dude. No, she has no respect. None. Wait, but this is what she says. I respect you because you have so much strength not to act on this thing. And he's like, well, what thing would that be? And this is when we see Audrey show up and she's standing at the door. As soon as Alex came to the apartment, I was like, Audrey's on her way. She's going to catch them. Yep. Yeah, of course. And Alex goes, you know, that thing, this heat. I felt it tonight when you hugged me. And I felt it when we kissed. And then Audrey coughs and kind of like announces herself. And we cut to Audrey standing in the doorway. And she goes, you might want to shut the door, Pacey. It'll keep the heat in. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really funny. I I don't know. Would you have interrupted right then and there? Or would you try to listen a little more? No, she heard everything she had to hear. Yeah, I guess she did hear enough. I would have totally interrupted and probably threw something. Probably so, threw like a quiz in art. Like a quiz in art. <laughs> <laughs> like a quiz in art. Oh shoot, man! <laughs> so um, he goes after her. He's trying to explain, and she doesn't want to hear it. Now they're out on the street, and she doesn't want to hear anything. I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to hear it either. Just the way he was explaining it was making me more angry. He's like, she just dropped by. And she's like, oh, and you were trying so hard for her to leave. And he's like, nothing happened. And she's like, you kissed her, Pacey. You you had your arms around her. And she's and he goes, well, she kissed me. And she's like, oh, that makes it any better. And he's like, stop, Audrey. You have to stop. The way he kept saying that made me so mad. And she's like, I heard enough, Pacey. And he's like, I didn't want to tell you because it was never going to happen again. And I didn't want to embarrass her. Oh, I saw. Oh, right. no. Embarrass. Embarrass her. She deserves way more than that. Um, I think yes. fire came out of my eyeballs during this scene. <laughs> Audrey goes, this isn't high school, Pacey. This is your boss hitting on you. If you really wanted to stop it, you could have. And you didn't because you liked it. It's so obvious. If you really didn't want her to hit on you again, why would you? Why wouldn't you just quit? And he goes, because I need this job. I'm not. I'm not some rich. Um, I'm not rolling. In, I'm not rolling around in money. I'm not some rich college girl who can quit when the mood strikes me. And she's like, fuck oh, you. That was a low blow. She's that like, was a low blow. go fuck yourself, Pacey. She goes, screw the girl. Keep your job. Have your cake and eat it too. It's fine. And then she leaves. I was like, you fucking idiot, Pacey. Wow. He's an idiot. Wow, wow, wow. 
So he walks back up to the apartment and Alex is just sitting there on the couch drinking her champagne like nothing happened. Dude, she has got no sense of self-preservation. She should have left. Because now she's going to fuck with him. Left, left, left. Oh yeah, that's exactly what she did. This is her in. This is exactly what she wanted. Because she wanted something that she couldn't have. So the only thing that she could do is make a game out of it. How can I get the thing that I want that I can't have? Well, I'm going to get him to fuck up the relationship with this girl and then i'll know that i could have him and then i'm just gonna leave him high and dry because <laughs> that was the game that was the whole game right there that's so pretty that's what much what happens he like yep, he's like game. why are you, he's like why are you still here and she's like come sit i thought you might need a friend no. and then he goes and sits down he's and she she, she puts her, her hand like touches his face and he starts smelling her arm and he's like you're driving me crazy and yeah. she's like that's when she says everybody thinks you already did it so why don't you why don't we just do it and then they start making out and she stops him and she's like i'm afraid we have to stop and he's like why yeah. and um first she's like oh let's just do it already and it's like no we have to stop because now i know that we could and that's just enough yeah because it was a game the whole thing was yeah. a fucking game it was a game he goes it would just be an approach one she ruined his life, although he ruined it himself. And now PC and, has um, blue balls and a broken. Well, no, he wouldn't. He doesn't have a broken heart. Audrey does, but he's just got blue balls because. Well, he's probably feeling it afterwards because she starts ignoring him, and as she should. PC, 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 fuck up. <laughs> um, Joey's at the library. This is when a couple's in the chair next to her making out, and <laughs> she's like, "Can you get a room?" It is a library. Then they look so like angry about that too. Like, are you kidding though? You're sitting here making out in a library in a public space. If you guys wanted to get it on, like there's other places you could do that. Like a bedroom. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. I was like, why the fuck are they making out in a library? Like go go between the stacks at least. (laughs) Right? Somewhere else. (sighs) Go outside. Do it in a bush. I don't know. Her delivery was just funny though. I thought she was funny. Uh, we cut back to Jack and Eric studying, and Jack's like, how did you get this stuff out of the house? And he's like, I put it in my backpack, and I walked on out of there. Like, he does this weird <laughs> accent. How else would I get it out of the house? <laughs> I know. It's and just he, paper. He goes, you know, they could kick you out if they found out. And Eric says, well, I hear it's possible to leave a fraternity and survive. And Jack's like, why are you helping me? And Eric says, because you helped me. And then Jack blew Eric Undergrams his dining room table. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, thank you, Eric. This is for you. <laughs> I kind of hope they start dating now. And I think they I think they start messing around with each other. They, they do, but I just remember Jack having like a a bunch of guys like on rotation coming in and out of the house. So I don't I don't know if it's serious. You say that all the time. It's so funny. Dude, I just remember this one episode and it was just dudes, just like I remember it too. I can see it in my head. And he's looking at yeah. he's looking out in the hallway. Coming in and out. Like I just see them coming down the staircase at Graham's at, at the front at front of the house. Like I I don't know. This shit's on rotation in my mind. All right. So now it's the next day. It's it's the morning. Dawson's leaving Amy's and she gives him a Woody Allen film. And she goes, because it's obviously derivative and imitative and full of unexplored potential. Oh, it's Woody Allen's first film. 
she's like, you know, we're both in very different places in our lives. And we both know I'm probably not the person you should be spending your precious time with right now. And he's like, well, I'd like to keep in touch with you. And then they kiss. And she says, then do. Maybe we can catch a movie sometime. And then she says, goodbye, Dawson. That was such a fun one night stand. We'll see each other. And then he leaves and he walks off into the into the morning light. It's this walk of shame. <laughs> it's his, yeah, his own walk of shame. So we got this weird montage now. Uh, Joey's still at the library pacing. She was at the library all night long. Jack goes to leave for his exam and Grams gives him his brown bag lunch. And he comes back and he kisses her on the forehead, which was cute. She's like, be still my heart. (laughs) We see Dawson walking near the waterfront, but it's really just Cape Side. (laughs) They're not really in Boston. It's just Cape Side. Pacey tries to call Audrey and she doesn't answer. And he's leaving a um, voicemail, but she's like, fuck you. She's like, she's like shooting daggers at the, at the answering machine. So Dawson is now at the library and he sees Joey sleeping, sitting up and, He's just standing there with coffee and she finds, she wakes up and she's like, how long have you been standing there? <laughs> she doesn't like, even bat an eye when he's like a while. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm weirdo. She's going to have a stiff neck. She's going to watch you sleep. I'm not even going to try to move you so you're more comfortable. And like, it's fine. <laughs> she was By the way, here's your coffee. It's, I was expecting the coffee to be cold if he's been there for a while, but it was apparently not cold. So I think he's lying. <laughs> I know. Well, you said you were waiting a while for this meeting to start, and it was only five minutes. So maybe it was only five minutes for him. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like forever. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like forever. <laughs> um, leave me with that again, Stephen. Okay, I can't take it. I'm so <laughs> sorry. You should be. So she's like, "How was the movie?" And he's like, "It was fun, inspiring, completely unexpected." And she only has a few hours left of studying, but he brought her the coffee and he's like, can I just sit here for a while? And she's like, yeah, of course. And then she's like, thanks for the coffee. Very sweet. Much needed. And she's like, you know, I got to tell you, Dawson, it's like the entire world has been coming at me tonight, like completely distracting me from what I've spent my entire life preparing for. And she's just rambling on and we see Dawson fall asleep and she looks over at him. She's like, Dawson. (laughs) <laughs> i'm awake i'm awake i'm awake i was up all night yeah <laughs> getting my jollies off <laughs> and she's like and he goes joey can i ask you a question and she's like yeah what <laughs> and he goes do you like my shoes she goes yeah why just wondering and we hear their their instrumental music play and we get the end credits that's the end of the episode um next episode is episode 22 the abbey wait i i really liked how Dawson was up all night having sex with this girl and it's the next day and he went and he went to go see Joey but it's just so funny that he has that and he didn't tell her what happened he doesn't need to he doesn't need to but I always loved that situation where you went out that night you didn't know what was going to happen you had sex with somebody fun and exciting and the next day you're like Oh, back to reality. Yeah, it's back to reality. <laughs> but like, I did this fun thing that nobody needs to know about, you know? Yeah. Unless he wants to tell her, but it's up to him. Like, I got a secret. Na, 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 na. I but guess. I totally, I totally related to that. I was like, oh, God. Oh, do, you, do you have, did you have nights like that? Those crazy wild nights, Stephen? 
<laughs> I didn't. I just, I just, no, I wasn't like sleeping around with people. I'm just saying, like, I just remember like having fun and going out and like doing fun stuff like that. And then the next day, you're like, wow, <laughs> I had a lot of fun last night. I mean, all right, fair point. When I, like, when I was a little, what 20s or whatever i would go to parties and stuff and be out all night but then i like nothing happened nothing nothing aside from driving home as the sun's rising like that's pretty much it and there's something there's something calming about driving in the break of dawn and there's nobody else on the roads and you're like i've been up all night this is a great (laughs) i you know i like fired and that's dangerous i used to like that too like driving back from like the like town that's like right next to where i where i lived and there's yeah. nobody on the road it's like six o'clock in the Peaceful. morning honestly even when i drove out here like when i drove all the way out here from the east coast um it was like that a couple of times like in the mornings if i was driving at least like it's quiet and then the, and then it's only quiet for a short amount of time because then people on the road going to work and doing this and doing that you're like, damn it, I just wanted that piece just a little while longer. Just a little while longer. All right. Well, Jamie, final thoughts on this episode? Um, yeah, Pacey, I'm not team Pacey right this minute. I'm very disappointed in you. But yeah. other than that, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I think I pretty it'll, much ex- it'll change. I, I think I pretty much got my aggression out with this episode explaining everything. Good. I just <laughs> not appreciate where they did what they did in this episode with him and Audrey. I don't understand why they did it, but I guess we'll find out. But we have two episodes left of the season. Woo. We have the Abbey and then Swan Song. What are we gonna do, man? And then we have um, the final season, and we're done this this podcast. <laughs> Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into well, the future. <laughs> <laughs> all right karaoke queen. Um, <laughs> well before we go jamie we got a five-star rating and review on apple would you like me to read it uh yes please i want to hear all right this is from a listener named jesse frost she yes. writes my happy place exclamation point exclamation point heart emoji she says i've been following and listening to steven and jamie from the beginning I'm a lifelong Dawson's Creek fan. I started watching the show when it aired back when I was a teenager. I instantly fell in love with the show and it has remained my all-time favorite show ever since and I am now in my 30s. My 13-year-old son is named Pacey. I love that. He is a silly, funny, wild card with a huge heart and actually resembles a young Joshua Jackson, so it must have been meant to be. I wonder if Joshua Jackson's his father. (laughs) Does he have an illegitimate child? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. (laughs) <laughs> get a dna <laughs> test jesse <laughs> we support it so finding a podcast that captures oh my god this is so nice so finding a podcast that captures all the magic of Capeside and all the characters means so much to me steven and jamie are hilarious and so laid back and real i just love putting this podcast on and forgetting about everything else i listen to it every friday while i clean the house it's my happy place it instantly relaxes me as soon as the opening song comes on I love listening to all of Steven and Jamie's banter and also love hearing about what's going on in their lives. You guys have made this such a special place for Dawson's Creek lovers. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will be so sad when you come to the end of the series. So please continue to do something Dawson's Creek related. You have a fan for life. Bye. Jesse. I love it. 
Sorry. Instagram, the Frost Mama. Oh. I'm like getting teary eyed. That was so sweet. I love our. I don't even cry. <laughs> that oh, was so nice. Thank you. Oh my You're god. You're the best listeners ever. <laughs> that was so fucking sweet. I can't stand it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That, that means so much, really. We love our listeners. We we really we do have, them. like, we really the do best. have the best, like, listeners that yeah, reach yeah. out to us and tell us, like, you know, what they think. And it's never, like, it's never, like, nasty negative stuff. Like, I like that they relate to us and, like, they get us. And, you know, they, like, my sister-in-law was telling me that she was listening to the podcast today. And she's like, I don't follow Dawson's Creek, but my favorite part is listening to you guys bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes our bullshit. <laughs> I was like, I love funny. that. I love that. Um, We're relatable, thank you. man. Yes. Yeah. No, thank you. But thank you, Jesse. A million, million times. We appreciate that so much. Um, thank you. And if you want to leave us a five-star rating and review, just go over to Apple Podcasts and it's totally free and it helps us out and it helps us out immensely. So please. And while you're doing that, you can go to Spotify and leave us a five-star review over there. That'd be great. Um, But Jamie, I think we can end the episode. It's been a a night. Yeah, it's been a night. All right. Well, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at jlynn underscore book lover. Oh, beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) And if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram and threads at Creek Talk Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. You can join our Facebook group. Uh, You can send us any type of feedback or story to creektalkpodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM. We would love to read it on our next episode. And uh, if you're feeling super generous, please subscribe to our Patreon. And at the $5 tier, you'll have you'll have early access to our weekly episodes, as well as our monthly bonus content, where we are currently recapping the 2002 Kevin Williamson drama, Glory Days. It's been fun. It has been fun. So click any of our link trees in any of our bios, and you'll find everything over there. But for now... Please don't gaslight your significant other if you are cheating on them or, you know, you think they know something. Just be honest. Just be honest. That's all. Um, We hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Just don't gaslight people, that's all. No manipulation. Don't let dirty no. wrenches in your house. She's just there to destroy your life. Yep, exactly. Talking about Dawson's Creek.